going to study what the Bible says about women. From the first chapter of the Bible, we are taught that women like men bear the image of God. Genesis 1, verse 27. So God created human beings in His own image. In the image of God, He created them. Male and female, God created them. In God's image means we have the ability to think. We have a moral compass. We have a moral consciousness. We can understand what is beauty. We have emotion. And the most important, we have the ability to worship and have a relationship with the creator of our life. That's the meaning when God created you in the image of him. And God created both, not only man, both man and woman in God's image. So I can make my point, women are not created to be a lower class. Both men and women are created in the image of him. Let's read Genesis 2, verse 21 to 22. So the Lord God caused the man, Adam, to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman, Eve, from the rib, and he brought her to the man. The unique method of Eve creation speaks of her equality with Adam. The woman was taken out of Adam. They shared the same essential nature. She was not a different kind of creature. She was exactly the same like Adam. She was not in a way inferior beings made merely to complete Adam. Women are not made and created to be a second class to complete man. Let me say it again. Women are not created and made by a living God to be a lower class or inferior beings to complete man. No. Matthew Henry wrote this word. The woman was made out of reap, out of the sight of Adam, not made out of his head to rule over him, no, or nor out of his feet to be trampled about Adam, no, but out of his side to be equal with him. Adam and Eve, men and women, are equal in the eyes of God. But also Eve creation contains some important biblical lessons about the role of women. Although Eve spiritually and intellectually Adam's equal, they were equal in their standing before God, but there was clear distinction in their earthly role. Adam was designed to be a father, to be a leader. Eve was designed to be a mother, to be a helper. God created them differently with a purpose. 
and their differences do not imply that they are not equal in the eyes of God. Every Christian should understand this biblical truth. Men and women are different. They are different, but they are equal in their standing before God. Let me say it again. Every Christian should understand these biblical principles. Men and women are different, but they are equal in their standing before God. We are living in the times that like being a different is like a cancer. Everybody must conform to one ideology. That man to be like woman, woman to be like man. Let me say it again. Men and women are different, but they are equal in their standing before God. Like in the body of Christ, there are many flavors. Some churches worship with hymns, some churches using different songs, some churches preach differently. As long as they preach the Bible, there are flavors in the kingdom of God. And we need to embrace these differences in our life because our differences bring glory to His kingdom. So many of us be fighting, oh, the only best to worship is using this kind of songs, contemporary worship. Don't be naive, people. Our God is just so big, He can create so many flavors in the body of Christ. And in our pastoral team, me and Pastor Bernard, and me and Pastor Bernard and Pastor Ivan, all of us, we are different. All of us, we are different. You know, I worked with Pastor Bernard for a long time, and I'm grateful that what I don't have, he has it. We complement one another. And now we work together with Pastor Ivan, and I just like, Lord, thank you for this man in my life, because there's something that I don't have, he has it. We work together. So for me, I do not, Say, our differences is our weaknesses. I will say this, our differences is our strength to complete one another. So the church of God will be, will grow. The church of God will go further. Be careful, guys. When we have one ideology that everybody must be the same. Man must be like woman, woman must be like man. No, all of us, we have different role in life. That's my first point today when we learn about women. Women are created in the image of God. Amen? They are equal, but we have different roles. The second point, one of the unique features of the Bible, that it is the way it exalts women. When the Israelites received the Ten Commandments at Sinai, God commanded children to honor both father and mother. And by the way, that was a new concept in a time when most cultures were dominated by men who saw women as lesser, as a second inferior creature, like a servant, like a slave to men. On that time, women were treated like a piece of furniture. 
it can be replaced without any good reason. Oh man, it's too soft. Let me replace it. Oh, it's too firm. Let me replace it. So all this culture saw women in, in, in that position. He's like, oh, you like a piece of furniture. But God established new law. Children, obey both of your father and mother. The Roman Empire on Jesus' time saw women as mere personal possessions of their husbands or their father. They did not have a voice. And during this time, Christianity was born and elevated the status of women. Jesus' disciples include several women, a practice almost unheard among the rabbis on his time. Unheard. The first time Jesus revealed his own identity as the true Messiah was to Samaritan woman. The first time the Bible recorded Jesus revealed his true identity, I'm the true Messiah, is to Samaritan woman. Jesus always, always treated woman with the utmost dignity, guys. Questions. Are we as a church, are we as Christians, treat the woman with the utmost dignity? Children, all of us are our mother's child. Do we honor our mother? Psalms 139, verse 13 to 14. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. If someone approaches me today and tell me, that I don't celebrate Mother's Day because my mother left me when I was born and I never know about my mother. He is the worst human being. I will say this. I don't know exactly what happened to your moms, her condition, her situation. But if you want to live according to God's promises, you need to fully grasp the first 13 of Psalms 139. It says this, God made you in an amazing and a wonderful way in your mother's womb. Yes, you don't have a mother's figure in your life because she left you, but that woman who, who you are called the worst human being decided to carry you for around nine months. She chose life, not death. She decided to give you life, not death. She decided not to give up for that period of time. And for that reasons alone, you have enough, enough, enough proof to honor your mother. No mother is perfect. No mother is perfect. Our calling as a child of God is to love. 
Let's learn to love our moms better. Man, man, myself, we should treat women with utmost dignity. But it is so sad that so many men, including inside the church, don't see or treat women with such respect. We should treat women with utmost dignity. So first we learn that women are created in the image of God. We are created equal in the standing of God with different roles. Amen? And second, we learn the Bible always, always exalts the woman's life. Always. Every time real Christianity penetrates cultures, it will always make the life of women better. Always. That is why so many women become important figures in the ministry of the early church. We should learn to honor women in our life. My relationship with my mom, you know, me and my mom, we are just, both of us, we just like rocks, you know. We, we, you, know you know rocks when hang out together, right? Friction happens. But for me, I want to be honest with you, along the way, I learned to love her better. You know, the idea of a son, maybe like we think, you know, mom, I can love you more if you change. I love you more, mom, if you do this, Lord, if you do this, mom. But for me, God reminds me, can you love your mom as is? No, but no, no moms. It's perfect. And God reminds me, fell your job as a child of God, learn to love your moms well. Through all the weaknesses, love her. Honor her. Because they, that's my commandment for you, my child. So for me, I want to remind all of us, let's exalt the woman's life in our life. Honor them. Love them. And third, we learn women play important roles in many key biblical stories. So we'll, first we learn, you know, women are created in the image of God. Number two, the Bible always exalts the woman's life. Number three, we learn women play important roles in key biblical stories. Let's learn from one of them, Mary, Jesus' mom. Let's learn. Let's read together Luke 1, verse 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be a very great and will be called the Son 
of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the, uh, Mary asked the angels, But how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so the baby to be born will be holy for he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in, his, in her old age. People used to say she was barren but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left her. Now imagine, if our lives in Mary's position, you are angered with someone and the angel came and told you, you will be conceived and give birth to a son by the power of Holy Spirit. I mean, humanly speaking, it is impossible. It, it doesn't make sense, right? And not only it is impossible, this saying will cost our life greatly. We will carry the stigma of an unwed pregnancy. The world will never believe us. And that's what, that what has happened to Mary. Mary was engaged to Joseph. And the Bible says, Joseph was a righteous man and loved Mary greatly. Even Joseph assumed the worst when he learned that Mary was pregnant and he knew he was not the father. He was so shaken by the news, he decided to break the engagement quietly to Mary. But the angel appeared to Joseph in a dream, said this. Let's read Matthew 1, verse 20 to 21. As Joseph considered this to break the engagement, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. I think Mary would anticipate all these difficulties in her life. Her world will turn upside down. The moment angel told her she would conceive a child by the power of the Holy Spirit. Still, knowing the cost, knowing the difficulties and the privilege of becoming the mother of Christ, Mary surrendered her life unconditionally to the Lord. Luke 1 verse 38, Mary responded this way, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left. What we can learn from Mary, the mother of Jesus. When we become a child of God, by the power of Holy Spirit, our becoming new creation, humanly speaking, is impossible. 
our transformation from the lover of the world to become the lover of Christ do not make sense in the logical mind. But it happens, people. And because of that, we will be ridiculed in many occasions. I remember when I became a Christian, even my own brother did not believe my life transformation. My family said this, Falim, don't forget the religion of your ancestor. I know you live in America, but don't forget your ancestor was born in China. Don't forget Christianity is the Western religion. Many of my friends in Indonesia did not believe what I'm becoming. One of them told my friend, uh, yeah, I think you know what? I think he just fell in love with a girl in the church. That's why he became a Christian. I know him. He's a bad boy. Bad boy. Even many people ridicule me. And it was the hard time of my life. Because again, like all of us today, we love people approval. We love what people say about us. But I remember the word of Jesus. Fell. If you want to follow me, carry the cross, deny yourself, and follow me. Or in Mary's word, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. What we can learn from Mary is serving the Lord is the highest calling of life. Even though we will suffer shame, persecutions, rejection, losing status, maybe people will call you stupid. Why will you sacrifice a lot for Jesus Christ? We will tell them, it is not a sacrifice to serve my Savior. It is a privilege to be one of His servants. It is not a sacrifice, people. It is a privilege to serve the King of Kings. Our world will turn upside down. Yes. People will call you name. Maybe your, even your family re, will reject you. But if we see it from God's perspective, that this world, that we, maybe the world that upside down is the world that we should live. We become different from the world. Now, we become a great flavor for his kingdom. Carry the cross, deny ourselves, and follow Jesus. And special message to all, uh, to all mothers. Being a mother is very hard. Yes, agree? It's very hard. In many occasions, and by the way, this is not about this is not my wife. Okay, in many occasions, this is all the mothers, not my wife. In many occasions, many of you feel that your husband doesn't support you or help you more with your duties, and you feel alone. And this is, by the way, this is not my wife. This is all of you, not not my wife. 
in many occasions, you feel the house chores are never ending. You just clean one basket of laundry. We have another one? Wow. In many occasions, you feel the burden of raising children. You care for them, you nurture them, but they don't live according what you teach. Or maybe your child grew in Christian faith and now he or she leaves the faith and you feel like a failure. i like to ask to all moms today, learn from Mary. In the midst of difficulties, in the midst of the business of life, keep trusting the Lord. The angel told Mary in Luke 1, verse 37, is this, For the word of God will never fail. Mothers, study the word of God. Meditate upon it because it will never fail you. Mothers, in the midst of turmoil in your family, in the midst of burden, Study the word of the living God. Meditate upon it because that word will never ever fail you. Let me invite all the mothers to stand up. I'm going to pray for all of you today. So let me invite all the mothers to stand up. Um, and let me invite Pastor Ivan and Pastor Bernard to stand with me. And I, now I, I, I want all of you to see these amazing mothers, okay? And say to them, like, thank you. You're an awesome mother. Thank you. Say to one another, look at them. Don't be shy. Look at them. Look at them. And tell them, oh, wow, you are an awesome mother. Thank you for being such a wonderful mom. And today, before we pray, uh, we have a special gift to all of you. You know, as a church, uh, we want to appreciate you because you just, uh, you're just a great human being. I'm telling you, I think for me, I will not be here without my mom. I will not be here. And I know for sure, I will not be here without my wife. I will not be here for these two women in my life. They, they pray for me and my wife sustain. I mean, he carried me man, uh, with all the good and bad. Thank you, wife. Thank you, moms. So for me, I want to appreciate you. As a church, we want to appreciate you. So uh, all of you, all the moms, will receive a special gift. You will get spa pedicure on us, okay? On us, you will get spa pedicure next Sunday. So what you, need to do, what you need to do is make registration to my wife. Okay? Make registration today. Only today. Okay? Available only today. Not tomorrow, guys. Only today. So make a, uh, registration to my wife. Hey, Yulia, I want, to make, uh, I want to have the spa pedicure next Sunday. And tell my wife. You know, I don't mind any times because uh, I check a few places here. Uh, one place only can fit maybe six to seven people. So we'll try to accommodate everybody, but we'll, it will be uh, turns, you know. There's first wave, second wave. So, but again, just tell us, Yulia, I don't mind to go anytime. Yulia, I prefer to go the first one. So just tell us. But all of you, all moms, you will get treat for spa pedicure. Your feet will be 
scrub. Not by me, <laughs> by someone else over there. But that's the way we say we love you and we, we, we care about you guys. Thank you so much for being an awesome mom. Okay, so now let's pass Ivan and Pastor Bernard. Let's raise our hand toward this wonderful mom. And let me, let me pray for all of you. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord, for these amazing moms in our life. Truly, Lord, it's a wonderful gift. Maybe one of the best gifts that we can receive as human beings is the gift to have moms, Lord. And Lord, I want to pray for blessing and protection be upon them, Lord. And in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of setbacks, in the midst of difficulties, Lord, Lord, please sustain their life. In the midst, their struggle to love the husband and their child, Lord, give them joy, a special joy, a special joy for all moms, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And also pray, Father, for all of us here as a man, Lord, Please, Lord, have mercy upon all of us. We want to raise our standard so we can love our women well, Father. And we can love our mothers well. Lord, forgive us if so many of us men in this place or in the whole world, Father, we see and treat our women or the women as a second class or inferior beings, Lord, forgive us. All of them are created equal and they are in the equal standing before you, Lord. Help us, Lord. I pray, Father, for revival for us as a man, Lord. Pray, Father, for revival, Lord. Revival among men, Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Father, for more faithful husband. I pray, Father, for a wonderful child who can honor the mother well, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray for revival upon our nation. Bring the man back to home, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And now let me pray for all of us as a Christians. We want to follow Mary, Father. We are willing to deny ourselves, carry the cross, and follow Jesus. Thank you, Father. We love you. We surrender our life into your loving hand. In the name of you, pray.